commercials, no corporations. WJCU. Listen online at WJCU.org. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. OCA's Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sundays from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans' community in their culture, education, and their events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based and we hope that listeners like you will enjoy our program and give support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we are live and this is um, DJ Alexicon. Woot woot. And with me are several guests and of course before our guest, uh, before I mention our special guests for tonight is... Uh, DJ ghost host Johnny Wu. He is actually here. Actually, our ghost host is DJ Bossy Yin. <laughs> yep. I guess she's uh, taking her break today. Taking her break today. Hi, so, Yin. Hi, Yin. So the ghost has to assume physical form for tonight. There you go. Anyway, how's everybody doing? We are live tonight. This is not a recording. We are in WJCE, but you don't have to come here. Don't stalk us. Um, we have a presence in Facebook. WJCU has a Facebook presence. Um, Asia Town Voice is also has a Facebook presence. DJ Alexicon also has a Facebook presence. So really? Yes, yes. Wow. And uh, Johnny Wu also has a Facebook presence. Uh, like, like our pages. And also, you are not tied anymore to your radios or uh, computers if you want to listen to our show because um, WJCU has an app now for Android and iOS phones. So, if you'd like to carry us in your pocket and also avail of the different um, shows, different uh, genre of shows from WJC, download our app. It's available in our website, www.wjcu.org. So, so, um, so yeah, so, so just download that app. Anyway, um, it's been a nasty uh, weekend. Nasty and good weekend, right? Good weather. Well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I was in the building all the time, so I don't know whether that is. No, any, any so you wouldn't know if your roof suddenly. Uh, <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some rains and some flash flood warnings last yesterday. So I, I knew it because I was having lunch at uh, Liwa. It was hot. And then on my way home, it was raining. I was yeah. actually having lunch with uh, Yin and uh, her husband, Aaron. Aaron, and uh, we were walking around Liwa, walked to Koku Bakery, and then when we get back to our cars, it suddenly started pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring. But enough about that. We're glad that uh, you're with us, and we have two special guests. Um, her name is Sheila Crawford of the um, Cleveland Culture- Cultural Gardens Federation. Hello, Sheila. Hello. How are you? And uh, we have Svetlana Stolyanova. Stolyarova. Stolyarova. Oh, I was practicing that the whole afternoon. Of um, <clears throat> One World Day, co-chair of One World Day and also a board member. Um, as you know or as you don't know, we are getting geared up for, um, for a big celebration this summer. 
and it's One World Day on um, August 23rd, 2015. But more on the date later. Uh, let's start with uh, with Johnny. What about me? <laughs> I don't know what what's going. What's what's me. going on with One World Day? What is One World Day? Let's start from the basics oh. because in the past we always mentioned One World Day quickly as part of our events. Right. But tonight we're gonna dig in. Well, <laughs> what, I think, what I think more appropriately, we, let's talk a little bit more first the history of the cultural gardens. Great, great. Yeah, so we're going to have, like, Sheila, would you like to jump in there? Sure. <clears throat> well, the uh, cultural gardens are currently celebrating their 99th year. We were established in 1916 with the original Shakespeare Garden, which eventually became the British Garden. And so um, the land was donated uh, by John D. Rockefeller to the city of Cleveland. And in 1916, they built the first garden, and then shortly after that, maybe another 10 years, we had uh, 10 other gardens of different nationalities. And the whole picture just became very clear that this beautiful, picturesque, scenic area of Cleveland would become a home for these wonderful international gardens. They are unique, they are the only one in the world, and they are just very, very special to the city of Cleveland and all of its residents in the surrounding areas. We are, are 250-some acres, and each garden is maintained by the ethnic uh, group that sponsors it. And they are all volunteers. All of us just give our time and um, love the gardens. And we raise money to build statues to our cultural icons of our uh, different nationalities because our motto is peace through mutual understanding. And so by honoring each other's cultural icons, we hope to better understand each nationality and get along better as friends. And it really does work. And for those who do not know where these gardens are, some of you might be new listeners, some of you are might be new transplants to the city. It's uh, along the MLK Boulevard, uh, one of the exits on I-90 East or Route 2 East, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I discovered this garden many years ago when I was a student at uh, Cleveland State University. I just exited MLK and suddenly there's like statues left and right along that nice, you know, summer breezy ride. Or um, and I discovered that there are gardens. So um, are the gardens um, full already, or are there still vacant spots? Well, uh, yeah, I can actually explain you better probably. And this is Svetlana. And this is Svetlana <laughs> Stolyarova, yes. Stolyarova. <laughs> I actually um, represent the future garden, and that's probably one of the answers of your question. So the gardens are developing, and my garden is the Russian cultural garden, and it uh, hopefully will come to uh, life uh, pretty soon. So we are going. Oh, you don't have a garden yet. We don't have oh, a garden yet. Oh, this is good. Yet, yes, but yes. we have a spot, have a and spot. it's right on Martin Luther King Boulevard. So when you exit I 90 Uh, and to go towards the university circle, you will not pass our garden because it's right on the way. Is there a marker right now? Uh, not yet because the policy is that uh, the signs and the flags oh. are erected only when the garden is built, at least the first phase. Oh, I thought you but, could put your flag there. But <laughs> <laughs> we will have the signs soon uh, because we actually, um, it will be either the temporary sign Uh, for the for the Russian garden, or we hope it will be in permanent side because it's time to build. But uh, Russian garden is not the only new one. We hmm. have actually eight gardens. 
which are going to be built. And wow. we already have the groups who sponsor these gardens, and it's a Korean garden. I was about to, to ask, can you mention yes, it? <laughs> yes, it's next to the Russian garden. It's a Korean garden. Across the street from the Russian garden will be the Vietnamese garden. Another garden in the northern part of um, MLK will be the Turkish garden. Turkish garden. Yeah, yeah. so we have already four gardens only in our spot. It's uh, north of St. Clair Boulevard. Oh, okay. And the the oldest gardens are actually uh, uh, south of St. Clair. And they really? are both on MLK and on East Boulevard because we have the upper side of the gardens and the lower side. Are these two gardens connected? Uh, yes, yes, oh, they, they are, are connected. Okay. And some gardens have both lower and, and um, upper upper sides. Hmm. And we also have uh, the future Lebanese garden. Already have this spot. Mm -hmm. And we have Ethiopian garden. That they are working. Yes, mm -hmm. we also have a spot. Whom else I missed? The Native American garden the Native American. and the Scottish garden. Oh, are the the new also the kind of coming out. Well, the both the Native American and Scottish have been with us a long, long time, but they just are yet to develop their gardens. Garden. But they okay. do have locations. And I think recently African American garden just got. Uh, they just had a groundbreaking, groundbreaking. a couple okay. of weeks ago, and we are so excited about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, Sheila didn't mention that we have applications from new communities who want to we do. become the gardens. It's unfortunately not too much land. <laughs> we have so a few spaces <laughs> left, but there are about um, eight different countries that have contacted us wow. at least between eight and twelve so what are the different gardens currently available right now to, for people can tour the whole gardens what's uh, the question you have 29 gardens already there right mm -hmm. so yes, can we you do. name yeah. them all right now out of, out of uh, your head or whatever <laughs> you remember <laughs> What a challenge. I know there is an <laughs> India garden because I saw Mahatma Gandhi's yeah. Isn't statue. he wonderful? What yes. a great yes. statue. And there is a Chinese is. garden. Chinese. Yes. So and there's uh, a, what are the other 27? <laughs> okay, so Chinese, Indian, there's um, the Finnish garden, the Estonian garden, the Latvian garden, um, continuing down, the Ukrainian garden. Um, Romanian. Romanian. Um, on East Boulevard, there's the Polish, the Slovenian, the Rusin, the Italian, the Greek, the Hungarian, the German, the Hebrew, the Irish Garden, the oh, yes, I got Syrian Czech Garden, Czech and Slovak, <laughs> Czech and Slovak. Um, who did we miss? Lithuanian. Lithuanian. Yes. Slovak? Croatian. Croatian. Yeah, that's oh, yes. our new edition. Okay. Yes. And, and the British beautiful. Garden, of course, which British, is the yes. first one. Ah, plus there are oh, American the British gardens. gardens. And the American Gardens, yes. What can people see in these gardens? I mean, does it is there a requirement on what to put in the garden? Or is it like, it depends on the country? That's I think we have more rules about what you can't put in than what you can put oh, in. Yeah. Um, actually, we... We don't allow any monuments to war heroes or wars um, because we are gardens dedicated to peace, which is our whole motto. So all of our um, gardens contain heroes that are cultural in nature. So they are composers and artists and uh, philosophers. the statue statesmen. of Mahatma Gandhi. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And you know, it's interesting that when the first, uh, the city of Cleveland recognized the cultural gardens as a unity, it was called the uh, Poets' Corner. 
So the first gardens were dedicated. Obviously, Shakespeare is the greatest poet. And uh, then the Hebrew garden also was dedicated to the poets and by the poet, by the mm-hmm. way. So the, fir- the first person who right. dedicated it. Was so this is the 99 years of the, of the culture gardens in, in, in existence. So yes. It started in 1916, right? Yes, they did. Wow. So next year will be the huge, big centennial huge, celebration. Huge, big celebration. So how, how are we heading that direction? Uh, we're going to have a first uh, one of the uh, celebration kickoff this year, right? Yes, our One World Day, which we're going to have in uh, on August 23rd, will be our official kickoff to the celebration for the 100 years. And we plan to have a lot of activities in the garden to celebrate this 100th anniversary. And uh, we're working on doing some um, improvements and projects that will look wonderful in the gardens. Um And then we're going to have a lot of different programming next summer. Right. But One and World Day is the kickoff. Yes, that will be August 23rd. Uh, for more information, you can check out the ClevelandOneWorldDay.org. Uh, all the information will be there for, including if we need, uh, we need some sponsorship for that too. And anybody who would be interested to be a sponsor, just check out the website. There's information there and you know, get, get involved. So what, are, what would people expect to be happening at One World Day? Oh, I think uh, that will be a very exciting day for Clevelanders and guests to be in in the gardens in the Rockefeller Park this day. First of all, the celebration starts at 11 o'clock in the morning. And it starts in the Chinese garden, by the way. And actually, that will be the first time, I believe, when the Chinese garden will be hosting events during One World Day because the location of Chinese garden is kind of distant. It's a little bit farther from, from all other gardens and that's why they were kind of abandoned in terms of events and uh, uh, yeah. involvement in uh, the uh, whole garden celebration. My question is um, it starts at 11am to 8.30pm Yes. Um, should visitors be worried about getting hungry from 11am to 8.30pm? <laughs> Because if is there's the no food, I'm not, food, I'm not gonna go if there's no food. Well, I might collapse be, there. No, you're gonna be there. Uh, okay, right. there. You will oh. not. I, I promise you, you will not collapse. You will have wonderful <laughs> choices of all sorts of ethnic foods that'll uh-huh. be the greatest delight is to pick and choose from all the different nationalities so it will be great fun are they going to close mlk mlk boulevard yes they are and so, if they are let's talk about parking well parking wise you at least in the south north north side you can park a metro park and the south side you can park on the via parking uh, uh, employee parking space we got secured those two major ones and then around the area there's certain other different parking space available that we actually got it secured which is kind of cool. Now, obviously, a lot of people would not want to walk through the whole parks, right? right. In fact, it took you only uh, an hour to walk one point to the other. Oh. So that, I, I <laughs> yeah. landed myself. Oh, really? So But did. you weren't start, stopping, right? You're just walking straight. Yeah, I just, walk, just no, walking straight. I, I walked through every I never light, walked that whole thing. I walked, I walked and stopped at every light pole and no, no down information. Oh, uh, okay. So uh-huh. I had to stop at each one of those. You walked very quickly. So it's one hour. <laughs> That's one, one hour. One, one direction. So two hours, you got the whole place done. But then plus the time that you spend time to eat and to enjoy the, review the uh, review the the game performance and so on that may take a little bit, couple more and with that said please don't wear any heels so wear your running and jogging footwear right, right? good know? idea good idea so one thing that we are doing this year uh, will be we're gonna have uh, lolly the trolley right to oh. yes we are that's one of our are they going to go down back back and forth well what we hope to do is have um, like a hop on hop off kind of transportation which will move rather slowly but you You'll be able to take that transportation around to the different gardens (laughs) so you don't have to walk. (laughs) 
Yeah, and they get the with my food. The best idea is I'm sorry, Jenny. The best idea is that Lali the trolley will not be just the transportation during the uh, One World Day celebration. It will be the guided tour. Correct. Oh. So that's the best part. Plus, let's say you, you you were very interested in seeing what's in this beautiful Slovak garden, for example. Mm-hmm. You, you just uh, stop there and you go and uh, see it yourself and see not just the beautiful statues and everything, yeah. but you see all the activities and taste the Slovak food. There you so, go. There <laughs> you go. And I think one of the cool things that Yen Actually, our bossy lady DJ, she's gonna be in charge of the all the performances, and oh. she thought about putting a what do you call loop around the world. Yes, yes. It's as a one that basically you know in in grouping different regions of of the, of the different gardens. So you have activities going on, main activity going on in every regions in a certain time frame. Although. Throughout the whole day, you do have small activities all the, in different gardens. Maybe that's why she's not here. She's getting ready for this event. I'm sure she's busy. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting ready for tomorrow's meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for tomorrow's meeting. That's that's very exciting. What I'll do is I'll take the tour first, go through all of it, and then when it comes back, I'm going to get off, and now I can spend some time. Or in... maybe you're going to take a nap on the, on the, on the tour. Yes, right? yes. And then yeah. if I wake up, continue with the tour, because I need to eat all of these foods. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, I, I got to taste a little bit. I cannot just get, you know, stuck with one kind of food. So so mm. what, are your, what are the highlights we will be hoping with the uh, One World Day? Oh, there's a parade. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, um, our One World Day celebration we've done for 70 years now. This is the wow. 70th One World Day wow. celebration. It's consecutive. And uh, we feel we really um, have to honor our forefathers and keep that tradition going. And so One World Day itself is a kind of ceremony where we acknowledge all of our uh, different nationalities. And it begins with a parade of nations. Mm. And this year's parade is just going to be fabulous. It's going to be bigger than ever. And it'll have uh, musical groups in it and high school bands bands are participating gardens will be an ethnic dress and it should be just a wonderful lead in to the one world day ceremony at which we um do different cultural um presentations and then finally um we'll have our city dignitaries say a few words and then eventually we'll have our naturalization ceremony oh that is great that's what i want to see just become part of this celebration in the last five or six years and it's just grown in wonderful popularity but it's such a perfect match because um what's better than to have um, people who have come from foreign countries themselves and come to the cultural gardens and be welcomed to the united states in um an area that's just surrounded by the beauty of all these different nationalities those people are lucky my my ceremony was in the justice Center. No, oh, well, this <laughs> was that very boring. Well, this it will be a lot better. Uh, you know, no, it's just a square. It's, it's much better. It's yeah, the breeze. Yeah, I believe one of the um, um, sponsors that we have in this year, they are hoping that once they got sworn in to become citizens, they can immediately go register, register to vote. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's part of it mm-hmm. because during mine, I, I voted on the same day that. Oh, I, you did. I voted. I, I registered. Oh, you to registered. Vote. I said yes. you couldn't vote no, at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope not. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so that will be one of the highlights. We have people actually register to vote, and they'll be ready to vote next year in November. 
So the parade is, um, where is it going to be? Along MLK too? It's or? going to start up on East Boulevard, okay. uh, very close to Superior. And it'll um, work its way north on East Boulevard. And then it'll circle around the Italian Garden and go down the hill to Martin Luther King. And then come south on Martin Luther King oh. until we get to the main stage area. Where would be the main stage area? Is it on the central part of MLK or the beginning part of MLK? I think it's the central part. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, let's see. Well, we got authentic ethnic food tour of the gardens. Um, is that the lolly the trolley thing? And this is it, happening all in August twenty third. Yes. 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 Lisa, Lisa won't just send me a hi, Lisa. She just sent me a, <laughs> what a did message. She say? <laughs> August twenty third, eight eight two three. Can't forget that. Yes, yes, eleven a.m. to eight thirty p.m. If you go to church, I suggest that you go to church early, and then after church change into some walking shoes yes. and bring your family. This is a family event, right? It is. Absolutely. Um, are pets allowed in this um, event? I believe so. It's a uh, city you know park. I, I didn't even thought about that far yet. The <laughs> reason I ask is because with Asian Cleveland Asian Festival, we don't allow pets. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, 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 because we have the Cleveland Asian Festival is a very small footprint. Yes. So if you have pets within about 40,000 people there, it's very dangerous. It is dangerous yeah. for pets, yeah. first for of gardens, all. For gardens, it's a different. You have a bigger mm-hmm. place and then people can wander a little bit further. We've had them in the past. And yeah. I think everybody needs to think about their own pet and how they will deal with thousands of people around them. Oh, okay, yeah. so you you've know? had them in the past. If, yes, okay. we good. have. Yeah. So Lisa is uh, uh, giving a thumbs up because we mentioned the date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah so again, the, the website for more information about the One Word Day is clevelandoneworldday.org. Yeah, our radio show is monitored. <laughs> yeah, which is very good. <laughs> Especially when we're live, you know, I'll receive text from Lisa. Or if I have my laptop beside here, you know, I'm in Facebook, they're going to start messaging me what kinds of info that they're looking forward to broadcast. So in a way, it's it's pretty nice because sometimes when I'm here alone, I forget things and then I'll, I'll see a message pop up from Lisa or Wayne. Good. <laughs> right now it's Lisa. She's listening. Oh, she gave it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Lisa Wong, uh, OCA president of Cleveland. Yep. She's the Madame President. Madame President. Sometimes you'll hear her um, with me when I'm live. So, you know, me and Lisa broadcast a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So uh, with that in mind, we're almost halfway through our radio show. So we'll take a quick break and uh, listen to this very, very nice song called Yejo de Hasai Tera by uh, famous Indian composer Raman. So we'll be back in a few minutes.
That is Yojeda Haitera by um, Raman, a famous Indian uh, composer. So we are back, uh, ladies and gents. And this is DJ Lexicon. And with me is DJ Ghostos. And without, uh, <laughs> and, uh, without her presence, she is actually the ghost now, DJ Bossy Lady Ghost. Bossy Bossy. Bossy Bossy. Bossy Bossy is not here. So this is live. You are listening to us live from WJCU 88.7 FM radio. Uh, continuing with our show, those who were not um, here earlier, uh, our guests for tonight is um, Sheila Crawford. She is the um, Cleveland Cultural Garden Federation um, president. 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 Mm-hmm. And we got Svetlana Stolyarova. Yes. Yay! Yay! Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Duh! <laughs> Is <it> a, yet. <laughs> she is uh, one. She is the one world day uh, co-chair and uh, board member. So, um, if you missed the first half hour, we've been spending time uh, talking about One World Day, which is on August twenty third, which is August twenty third, two thousand fifteen, this year. Yep. Uh, from 11 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. along the MLK Boulevard. And it's the 70-year celebration and also the kickoff for the 100 years of next year celebration of the gardens, right? Yeah, yes. That's right. And But before we continue that, I'd like to mention uh, another event. I think, it's, is this the first time in Cleveland? First time in Cleveland. It's called the uh, Night Market Cleveland. It's uh, on Fridays beginning June 26th, July 31st, August 28th, September 25th from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. at East 21st and Rockwell Street. What happens here, Johnny? What happens in... Um well, if you've been to China or Asia, most of the time you go to nighttime, go out and party. But instead of going party, you go to a whole street of lights and beautiful different stores and people selling all kinds of stuff. And the streets are closed, right? The streets closed <laughs> so you can actually walk through it. And yes. this is what they're trying to bring into Cleveland is having those kind of night markets. You know, you have vendors are selling artistic stuff, food, uh, clothing, and performance, and so on, so on, so on. So it's a beautiful night ex- experience that you actually get to get through and have a good time with it. Um, Wonderful. St. Clair Superior Development Corp. and uh, I forgot the other organization. Oh. The um. Alex, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I cannot read. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I can't find the name. Uh, with another organization, which I think is the, I can't remember right now. They're both Lisa, Lisa, Lisa is already in text. Oh, he didn't. She didn't she t- mention that. So anyway, they are the one who put it together. It is the, the Ohio Asian American Health. Confer- no, that's oh. a different. <laughs> that's a different event. Oops, little tiny screw up. Tiny, this is what happens when we're live. <laughs> So um, it's a it's a great event for the night markets. Um, you should check out their website, which is nightmarketclee.org. Yes, it looks looks right. dot com, nightmarketclee.com. com. But that's going to be June twenty sixth, July thirty first, August twenty eighth, and September twenty fifth. Yeah. But um, don't worry, we will keep mentioning this event since it's not a one day event. It's a multi multi date event. So we'll be. 
mentioning this often. And also another event that um, I want to mention is the Ohio Asian American Health Conference on June 20th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And details will follow when I receive a private message from Lisa. <laughs> Thank goodness <laughs> for <Yes>. Lisa. <laughs> Thank goodness for Facebook and technology. Technology right? help a lot. So, moving on with our topic for for tonight. So, we welcome Sheila and Svetlana. I'll start. Plus, there. we have uh, Svetlana's son here. Svetlana's son <laughs> to offer his support. Yes, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> So what what else is happening on uh, One World Day? Which is August 23rd. August 23rd. Mark it on your calendars right now as you're listening to it. Mark it on your calendars or add an event to your smartphone. <laughs> well, one of the key ideas is that this is a real family event. And we're anxious for families to come down. It's a Sunday, um, August 23rd. You'll have a wonderful time starting at 11 o'clock. So we have activities for children. And I think they'll be engaged in uh, listening to the different kinds of music, watching different kinds of dance performances and costumes and the parade. And also we have a passport program, which is, um, it, it was just overwhelming last year, the 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 children got passports that look very much like a real passport and they could go to each of the cultural gardens the different nations and for performing a task sometimes they'd have to learn how to pronounce a word in the native language or they'd have to look at the monuments and come up with the answer to a question and then if they were successful they would get a stamp from that country oh, much that like great. you would get your passport yes, yes. stamped that's, that when sounds you like fun enter a country is this limited to kids Well, that was a problem last year because the adults were so jealous of the kids. They wanted the passports too. So I think we're going to expand the program this year a little bit and include the adults. But um, they certainly learned a lot and it was very... Um, Uh, very challenging in some ways, but also just fun. Yeah, just lots that, of fun. For lots the kids. of education. People will learn a lot from that activity. I think, I think uh, Jennifer has mentioned something about a, with uh, a website to do about uh, generations. Ancestry. Oh yes, um, and ancestry.com, so that people could. Um, actually look into their own um, heritages and and see what ethnic backgrounds they're they're from some may not know Something completely we're for you right now this yes yeah. so that'll be another yeah. addition that's yeah. an exciting idea actually yeah. as you're probably gonna listen in here uh ancient town voice uh the bossy lady and the ghost host we both are part of this uh, one word day which is august 23rd actually dj alexico is gonna be involved too right that's right i might be involved in some way oh that'd be wonderful <laughs> <laughs> we is. hope everybody's involved <laughs> the funny thing is that even these Lisa Wong is actually involved. Uh, wow. She just sent me the, the other organization, the Solutions, Organization Solutions. The Solutions Company is the other company who's put together the night market. So, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, that's the name of the company, Mall Organization Solutions. Mall, okay, got it. So that's good. Thank you for your support. Um, before we continue, I'd like to mention the 7th Ohio Asian American Health Conference is going to be in June 20th, 2015, Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is a uh, global cent- it's, it's at Global Center for Health Innovation on number one St. Clair Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, in downtown. Uh, what happens on, on this um, conference? Uh, it's basically educating um, Asian Americans within the Cleveland. Uh, you can learn about uh, health stuff for yourself and for different organizations. And I'm pretty sure whenever there's something like this from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., there is always food. <laughs> right? 
Yes, I, I hope it's so, an right? Asian thing. <laughs> well, I think in the health conference, it may mostly be very healthy. Are you, what, which one we talk about? The health conference? The health the, conference. Oh, yeah, it might mostly be very healthy meal that you get, you would get there, right, Lisa? I don't know yet. <laughs> but um, going back a little quickly about the uh, correction with the night market, the organization they put in together is Small Organization Solutions (SOS). Which is kind of interesting oh. name. Oh. Uh, apology for that, Brandon. If we mention your company name wrong, but um, now we got it right. Yes. So, yes, there is breakfast for the Ohio Health co- and lunch. Look at that. We oh my God! Oh, maybe it's worth waking up early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is um, a Saturday. <laughs> it should be good fun. So a little bit. Uh, let's talk about uh, our, our guests here. Their a little bit of their background. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with. Um, Sheila. Sheila. Sheila, how did you get involved with this uh, organization? I'm pretty much sure that you didn't start 100 years ago, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been there a very long time. <laughs> um, well, I got started because my mother was a volunteer in the cultural gardens, and she would bring me down as a child, and um, she was the delegate for the Irish Garden. And so I very early learned um, to respect the gardens and uh, to see the value of what people can do when they spend their time um, working on projects that are just meritorious of themselves and just deserve a lot of time. And then as uh, that time went on, I got more and more involved and became an officer in the organization um, in 19... um, 91, when she passed away, I became the delegate for the Irish Garden in her place and then eventually became vice president of the Federation uh, for about eight years. And now I'm in my fourth year as president of the Federation. So those visits really made an impact. They you, did. As a little kid, as a little child. As a child. And I didn't even know I was volunteering. You know, it just seemed like <laughs> it was natural to do this. And uh, so I've been doing it for a very long time. I thought it just came to mind um, when my mother was still uh, alive. We passed by MLK and she said, oh, those flowers were beautiful. But during that time, I didn't, we didn't stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because well, I didn't know that you could stop, you know. But she was like adoring that those flowers uh, right after you exit from uh, from 90s 90. and mm-hmm. we made a right and she was writing in the back and she was saying, oh, those flowers were nice. And, and, that and that's it. why on One World Day, August 23rd, it's such a great opportunity where you can walk in the middle of MLK and you can take time, go into all the gardens. They're all unique and different. And each one is designed with ideas of their own heritage. Sometimes um, we have some natural vegetation from our countries. Oh. Um, some of it won't work because of our temperatures and our weather but uh, we do try to do that but certainly the artwork and the designs and of course the people that are honored in them are all from those nationalities so on august 23rd you can take the time bring your family and i think the whole idea of it being family oriented is so important because as adults i i think we need to foster this love of heritage and uh, peace through mutual understanding in our children and if we model this then we can perpetuate peace and we can do our part uh, in a small way but in an important way to make sure our 
country lives in peace. That's right. What about um, you, Svetlana? Since you're new, you're just starting this garden. How uh, how did you get involved? And I bet you're excited about this experience. It's yeah, you know, actually, we uh, came here from Russia uh, only in 1998. Oh. And uh, I first read about the uh, cultural gardens and Rockefeller Park in the plane dealer. I believe it was one of the One World Days and oh, there was yeah. an article in the plane dealer and I and I was thinking, what, what a wonderful idea it Why is. doesn't, Ru- did, did you ever wonder if there's a Russian garden when I, you said? Uh, yes, it was <laughs> the first question and uh, then we found out that there is no Russian garden and uh, it's never been for some reason, although there was a community of Russians in Cleveland, it was not big before the last wave of immigration, but it, it was present in Cleveland. And then uh, this idea was born to build the Russian Cultural Garden. And in 2011, the small group of people from the Russian community, uh, Dr. Vinogradsky, Boris Vinogradsky, Sergei Lebed, and I actually, it was three of us who founded the Russian Cultural Gardens uh, nonprofit, yeah. uh, just uh, for the sake of building another garden. And um, when we first came to the Federation to present our idea of Russian garden, we were welcomed so warmly. And it was such a wonderful group of people there. I, were you I, expecting some rough uh, interview? <laughs> what I, do you, why do you want this garden? <laughs> actually, uh, uh, I, I was prepared, I believe. <laughs> I believe it was Paul Burek, who is our vice president, and he was the president at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, he told Boris, please be very well prepared. <laughs> So, and uh, we actually fell in love with the whole idea of the gardens. And I was thinking that the cultural gardens of Cleveland, uh, they uh, are such a beautiful model for any country where people of different nationalities live. And it's actually any, literally any country in the world because it's such a mixture now everywhere. And uh, it's such a beautiful uh, model which should be told about and which should be spread over. And um, so that's how we started, how we started being involved. And eventually I got uh, to be elected to the board. So, and <laughs> Yeah, that's also very good. And also uh, uh, lots of listeners does not know that each garden, they had raised money to build their own garden. Correct? Oh, yes. So Tell how me. much money has been raised in the past 99 years? Oh, my. It would be... Over ten, for sure, millions. over ten millions, and yeah. even only only for the last decade, we just did a quick survey of our gardens now, and uh, and we're asking how much money and hours uh, did you invest in the gardens? People are very modest; they do not count uh, yeah. hours. Like yeah. Sheila says, she never thought she was volunteering, so <laughs> all our delegates think the same way. So they don't think that it counts, but it is actually it does count, and it right, it's a right. big deal. But uh, eventually, it was over over three million dollars. 
dollars wow. of wow. people's money. Just yes. it's, it's just not, donations, it's, right? It's oh, just yeah. the donations from private uh, persons or small businesses or small organizations. And that's just the past ten years. And it's just past ten mm-hmm. years, and people have no idea that all these beautiful flowers which you see when you pass by, or all these new gardens which uh, which were built during last years, they were built only because there are groups of people yeah. who volunteer their time and talent and dedication mm-hmm. and raise these funds and not just raise funds but they also manage these projects right, yeah. and no, yeah Sheila, you just talked about earlier today that you were just at the garden and uh, taking care of all the garden we were down there today planting flowers oh, in the really? rain. <laughs> oh, the rain. Oh, the rain. and luckily the rain. We, we got done right before the skies really so opened even up. the president gets down on her knees and plants these seeds yes we were <laughs> planting our flowers yeah. yes yeah. follow we the leader and yet these gardens are very important you know it's it's a good investment because um this is for the future it's been over 100 years people 100 years ago who started this are no longer here with us but it's still continuing something is still wrong right oh is it (laughs) oh i I take it back (laughs) (laughs) some of them are still here but at least they see the fruits of their work and it's such a huge impact and um with that in mind are there still room for other gardens what what's our capacity what's our full capacity for this area well you know we have a few spaces open and um we have many gardens that are looking at those opportunities and then we're looking at opportunities of expanding and so we're in um talks with city hall and mayor jackson and um he's he's very supportive of our gardens Uh, city hall has just um been such an asset to us and our success they do a certain amount of maintenance in the gardens to help us but then they also help um, support our One World Day activity on um, August 23rd, but also other activities that we do during the years. And so they're going to help us find more spaces as it becomes Great. necessary. Because I know uh, the Philippines does not have a garden. In fact, I've just been told also that none of the Asian, uh, not to know, uh, no, uh, South America country has gardens, no, right? There are no South oh Americans, my gosh, there yeah. are no Colombians, Hispanic. Panamanians, we had need all of them to come up with a garden. Right. Yeah. Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cetera, and they got the groups uh, applying for this space. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there a web page that groups can go to to think about if they want to apply? Yes, there's yeah. information on our website and it they is. can contact us and we can get them the forms to fill out. And What's the website? It's www.clevelandculturalgardens.org. So there you go. Clevelandculturalgardens.org if you're interested Start filling out this paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have something in my mind, but I can't remember right now. Oh. <laughs> so, but it was about the gardens again, too. So I can't. can't re- oh yeah. Um, obviously, the city of Cleveland has been very supportive, and they've been partner of the with the Chart Culture Gardens to do so. So they are actually helping out for the the kickoff of the centennial. Centennial, yes. Yes, they are, and they've so, given us their seal of approval for our One World Day celebration, which is October. Oh, <laughs> sorry, August twenty third. Um, so yes, they're they're very much behind us and anxious to help us out. Great. So now let's talk a little bit more personal. Uh, I think Sheila, she is a dancer. 
She was a dancer. Wow. I am. I am. I have the um, Murphy Irish Arts Center, which I started 37 years ago, and we teach traditional Irish dance. Is this the Irish jig that we're talking about? Yes, we are, and hornpipes <laughs> and reels and slip jigs, and um, our senior team just won um, the World Championship of Irish Dancing in Montreal in wow. uh, April, so yeah. we, are, we are very happy about their success. And you won it in French country. Tomorrow you'll be uh, presenting the... We'll be presenting our uh, beautiful trophy. The trophy is just gorgeous for this world championship. And we're going to present it to the mayor of Cleveland tomorrow um, because we won it by doing a competition called Dance Drama. And you tell this, a story that mm. has Irish origins So it's like dance, dance interpretation. Right. So the students have to act as well as dance. And our story was about Whiskey Island where the oh, Irish immigrants very interesting. They, they settled there in the mid-1800s. I didn't know that. And did a in lot Whiskey of work Island. on the docks. And that's how... Um, so that was the story that we told through dance, and that's what won. So the whole world knows about Whiskey Island in Cleveland. So we're going to present the trophy to the mayor tomorrow. That's great. And that will be presented in front of the council meeting, too. Yes, I yeah, think so the city council great. meeting, yeah, too, tomorrow night. So question about this world championship. This, how many competitors were there? Or countries competed? There were many countries. There were over 5,000 dancers um, wow. in Montreal. It's a huge wow. event. Um, we're, the Irish dancing world is kind of a subculture if you don't know about it. Uh, but if you're in it, it's huge. And our Midwest region is one of the biggest in the world. And I we, didn't know that. And we uh, extend from Pittsburgh to South Dakota is the Midwest. Wow. And uh, we have some of the best dancers on dancing schools. And uh, it's really a tough region to win in because you have to qualify to be able to go to the world. You have to win in your region to go. Almost like the Olympics. Yeah. Yes, Like the Olympics yeah. or division NCAA, even yeah. your division, and then you get yeah. to the and big You only keep, keep the trophy for a year, right? Just for one year. Oh, wow. really? <laughs> so you're keeping that at City Hall? Oh, no. We're keeping it at the center. <laughs> It's in somebody's shelf. <laughs> it's very heavy. <laughs> it's very heavy. So it's the beautiful. World Cup for the like Yeah, it's yeah. like Stanley wow. Cup, where yeah, they keep it for a year. Keep mm -hmm. it for a year. Yeah, they to return it. Yep. You should bring these uh, trophies in different places around Cleveland and take pictures of it and face it and post it on Facebook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, maybe, it's pretty uh, heavy to travel. Maybe you'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can take That's... it to the uh, Parade Circle. Yeah. Actually, you cannot. Uh, you no? had, uh, everything in the Parade Circle had to be handmade or homemade mm -hmm. oh. that's yeah. what they said yeah. which happened to be the uh, the culture garden will have representation 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 at the parade don't make fun of me parade the circle <laughs> <laughs> yes we will <laughs> so my next question that we ask all our guests what well, we didn't talk about her oh I forgot about the Svetlana <laughs> oh, she's so quiet <laughs> you think you're gonna get past that no <laughs> no no you can't get quiet yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. You, are you know, actually, I, I, I will tell not about me, but I will tell about my passion. My passion is piano playing. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. yes. And I actually resume my classes now. With, oh, who's with your favorite uh, piano player? Chopin. I mean, the, uh, the composer is Chopin. The piano player probably is Vladimir Horowitz. Uh, yeah, he's uh, my I hero. expected a Russian for that yeah. answer. <laughs> so, and because of my passion, I think that was the main reason. Last year, 
in 2014, we brought the real grand piano mm. in the gardens. And it was on the side of the Russian... In the gardens? Yes, <laughs> in the Russian cultural garden. It was the first so time ever. the first time ever, the nine-footer grand, grand wow. piano. That's and we had a, heavy. Yeah, and that's we had heavy. a beautiful, beautiful performer there. We had a second prize winner of uh, Cleveland International Piano Competition, Arseniy Tarasevich Nikolaev, performing there. What's the name again? Uh, uh, Arseniy Tarasevich Nikolaev. <laughs> yes, he was, he is a very <laughs> good one. And we had, and we had two students um, from CIM, the very highly talented guys. Uh, it's Nara Vetisan and uh, Dmitry Turin. They were Are performed. They, do they have to be Russian to be uh, able to perform there? No, no, okay. it's, it's just, it was just because it was in the Russian Garden. But that and is great that you got the involvement of Cleveland International uh, uh, Institute of Music. Yeah. And, and Cleveland Institute of Music are involved. And this year, uh, we will have the Grand Piano during One World Day on August 23rd. On the streets? <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> oh, it will streets. be right in the garden, in oh, the okay. Russian wow. garden. So we will have uh, both performance of the uh, professional pianists and we will have the all-day round performers of the... Um, the students of piano teachers in Cleveland. Oh, this one I'd like so. to maybe, see. Maybe I can do a quick shout out to Tatsuya Nagashima. He's a very well-known pianist. Oh. Mm. Uh, in Europe, everybody knows who he is. But here, eh, people still <laughs> trying wow. to figure out. Uh, classical Great. pianist. Very, very. He lives wow. in Akron. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, let's, let's do it. Good it friend of mine. So oh, hopefully you're wonderful. hearing this and you can see, consider coming yes. and help out. Oh, that would be wonderful. That would wow. be wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Speaking international, that would yeah, be perfect. that would yeah. be yes. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, for my final question yes. to Sheila and Svetlana, uh, what is your favorite Asian food? Oh. Because this is an uh, Asia Town Voice radio show, so we have to ask, what is your favorite Asian food and where do you enjoy eating it? Which restaurant? Well, you know, you'll be surprised at this, but my favorite <laughs> Asian food is fried rice. And Fri- what kind of fried rice? Um, Vegetable or beef or chicken? I think probably chicken or pork. Okay. And I think, and, and you'll be surprised. And the reason is because I grew up in a very Irish family, so we always had potatoes and we never had rice. Oh. So when, oh. when I became an adult and found out about rice, so I just it is a, it is absolutely a treat love for it. You, yeah. It is. It's a little bit different from us. From us, we eat rice every day. Every day. I know. So I'm so sick of it, but yet when I grew up, I still want rice every day, which yeah. is. Me Crazy. too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Maybe five times for me because I'm diabetic. I can't eat rice every day, but then I go to potato. Yes. <laughs> <And pasta. laughs> Welcome to our, our world. <laughs> yeah. Svetlana? You know, I was born in Siberia, which is next what? to China. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you this must be warm for you. This is warm <laughs> weather for you. <laughs> Not exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh but I, uh, you will be surprised. Uh, we, we were proud of, of having Russian, we call it Russian pilmeni, which is Chinese dumplings. Oh. oh. <laughs> And, how, how, and I learned oh, because about you're beside it China. only here <laughs> oh, in really? America. So they are Chinese the dumplings. Chinese dumplings are actually our Siberian pilmeni. It's <laughs> so oh, that's interesting. That's how interesting. That yeah. how we know? Well, you, you know, the funny, the quite, quite interesting thing is a lot of people don't know Russia is part of Asia. Yes, so it is. So you guys are, you are, you are, are the Russian a- are Asian Asians. and European. Remember our so. guest, um, <laughs> who? what's her name? She was she was from Russia. I forgot her name. One of the person that we interviewed in the past. That's my friend too. That's uh, Ian's friend, yeah, and she'll gonna name. be mad right now because I can't remember her <laughs> name. But. Lisa, help us out quick. <laughs> Katerina, Katerina. 
I think okay, Katerina. And she was, I forgot where she was, but she was mentioning the Asian influences in her village. Like from art and cultural yeah, and... Yeah, it's a you lot. Know. It's a lot. That's actually interesting. I didn't realize that. So uh, all the different events, things that we mentioned today are are listed on the Asia Tom Voice web, uh, Facebook page. Facebook page. It's there. And you can check it out. And then if you want to know more about the One World Day, which is August 23rd, it's clevelandoneworldday.org. And of course, we're looking for vendors, performers, uh, volunteers, and sponsors. If you need to be interested in any one of those, and I think you know, if you wanted to become a sponsor, you would be participating in one of the most important ethnic activities in the city of Cleveland. And how proud you would be to be a sponsor and to be helping this movement go forward and um, help us then celebrate our centennial next year. And just like Cleveland Asian Festival, this festival gets bigger and bigger every it year will, too. It will, yeah, it, well, it should will. be. Uh, because most of our Cleveland Asian <laughs> Festival are involved. Yeah. Majority of people Majority. in the Cleveland Asian Festival are involved in this right now. So So we are supporting this um this this one world day to make it really exciting. good, exciting as uh, Well they've been doing it for seventy years, but we want to take it the other in the next level. Correct. Because correct. the centennial is coming and this is the unique uniqueness of this garden is it's it's one of the world. You yes. can't find anywhere. And it's a, it showed the diversity, ethnicity groups in Cleveland, what is comprised of Cleveland. It's not the melting pot, but it's a merge of all the different cultures together. Mm-hmm. So it's a very important place to, to, to get to understand your, your heritage and celebrate us, us together as a peace through understanding. And if you miss um, this episode or you're just tuning in right now, this episode will, will be in the radio a few weeks from now. And so that you could catch up to what we've talked about because it was a very fun evening tonight. So we're at the top of our hour. Hey, um, you forgot to talk about my movie. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are a uh, big fan of Doctor Who, Trace, the second episode just came out on YouTube and Vimeo. Yes, it's, uh, it came out yesterday, so I can't exactly give you the link because it'll be complicated. The best way to do it is go to Facebook and, and look for Trace the Doctor. And that, you can find the video there right away. Uh, it's the second episode, and it just came out yesterday uh, to the public. So First episode? It was uh, May 1st. And it's year. also available. It's already on the same yeah. page. As first I mentioned to Johnny earlier, I'm going to watch the first before the second, because this is not the end of... Yeah, but right? I told There's... you that you don't have to worry about that, because you can just watch the second one and go back and watch the first one. Ah, it still makes okay. sense. <laughs> still makes sense? Yeah, because there's a beginning part that said previously on Trace. So how many episodes are you uh, thinking about? Um, supposed to be seven, but you could probably come up thirteen. That's nice, just like a full season of any yeah, TV show in Netflix. Lots of work. Lots of work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, with that, we'd like to say goodbye. Any last words? Any last word? Well, first of all, we want to thank you for inviting us to be your guest uh, tonight. It's just been a, a real pleasure, and uh, it was very nice meeting you. And you have a great program, and uh, we look forward to everybody coming to One World Day on August twenty third and celebrating with us. It's going to yes. be a great time. Yep. Great time. Yeah. And also, I want to thank you, and I want to thank Johnny for being co-producer of One World oh. Day. He's he right. doing an excellent job here. John and Ken yes. Kovac, the and two Ken of Kovac. them. And we Ken Kovac, we have two yes. great guys who yeah, are I, producing. He wants to come, I can't have to kick them out because we don't have three microphones. Yes. We <laughs> yeah, we cannot, we cannot invite any yeah. more than three. And plus, I want to say that actually we have a, uh, a few events in the gardens before uh, our One World Day. We have the Italian opera 
we have the Estonian celebration, we have Juneteenth, but the main event in the garden, the day when you need to be there is August 23rd. August yes. 23rd. Welcome everyone to the garden. 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Bring your walking shoe and there is food. You won't go hungry or thirsty. Right. And with that, good night and we'll see you next week or hear from you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Ciao. Woot.